This is Tuesday, October 31st. Never tried to take on a project alone that really needed at least two people. Have you ever felt like you need more than two hands? I think all of us have. An old friend of mine for years had a landscaping business. He plants trees and shrubbery, installs sprinkler systems, he maintains lawns and creates ponds for homeowners. One thing I learned from him came as a result of an accident. He had injured himself working with equipment that required that he have a helper. But that day, he was alone. In the end, well, there was, an, there was a visit to the emergency room. I'll spare you the gory details, but think about it for a moment. That work that we feel like we have to do by ourselves. Now this week, we're looking at the gospel and our work, how Jesus opens up the way for fellowship with God, and in the process, reconnects us to God in our work. Here's our scripture text for today, Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Now these words are part of the curse that fell upon humanity as a result of sin. Adam and Eve sinned when they chose life apart from God. They ate fruit from the tree that God commanded them not to eat from. Being apart from God is to be accursed, and ultimately to die, because nothing can live without God. But notice this part of the curse indicates that Adam's work has changed. The work God had already given Adam is now tainted with futility. Even the creation will seem to oppose him. Where he could once tend the garden in peace, there will be competition from weeds. Thorns will grow up. They will choke out his work. What was labor now becomes sweating toil. And how will this happen? What was originally a partnership with God, Adam must do on his own. Much like my friend who needed a companion to work with him, but he didn't have one when he needed him. Now this curse, this cutting off from intimacy with God, explains so much about our world today. This explains why we can find it so difficult to discover our calling from God. Actually, today we hear very little about calling and vocation, but a lot about careers and jobs. We've lost the sense that God made us for anything in particular. We find the job that leads to the best pay and provides the greatest opportunity for financial and personal success. Even though we may know that God made us for something more, something of significance, but we can't easily discover what that is. So more often than not, we miss it. Then, of course, there's competition. We find ourselves competing for position, for status in our work. We constantly measure productivity and talk about how we can do more, faster, and better. I'm not saying that being productive is a bad thing, 
but it's not the most important thing. People are more important. Honoring God is more important. As a result, at times, we have brought unreasonable expectations into our work. We can also find obstacles in our work. We may have the gifts for certain work, but find the way blocked by those in charge, by others who may feel threatened by us. And add to that, there are many vocations that simply will not pay the bills. They are noble, God-given callings, but they simply will not support a family in today's economy. We also have to live with our own motivations for work, motives that may be divided or conflicted, The point is, we have experienced the curse. We know what it means to be frustrated by our work. So what are we to do about it? Well, first, Scripture always directs us back to God. To some degree, we see Jesus removing the curse that fell upon him. (laughs) No, that doesn't mean there'll be no thorns. It means that he reunites us with our loving Father. And as a result, we can come to learn what our callings are our vocation. We can walk with God and do our work in partnership with God. We can draw our identity from God rather than making an idol of our work. We can know the peace of God even as we deal with the thorns that naturally appear. And all of this comes because Jesus faced the work that we we could not complete, the mission we could never finish. He announced as he went to the cross that the work was finished. Yes, in Jesus, we have a new rest from the striving that makes work so onerous to us. And because of Jesus, because we are in Christ, we have no record to build. We have nothing to prove to God, really to anyone else. We have a place from which we can enjoy life. We have a new identity as children of God. Does this mean that work no longer is important. No, exactly the opposite has resulted. We get to share with God in his work in the world. He invites us to partner with him in our work, the work that sustains and protects his creation, in this work that helps human beings to flourish and to thrive. Let's pray. Father, your word tells us that two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Father, we can't do life without you. Help us to trust in what Jesus has done for us by bringing us home to you. Teach us how to work in partnership with you. For we pray in the name of Jesus. 